Alright, so as of recording, we are officially 22 days away from Jedi Survivor, and I cannot wait. And I, you know what I just found out? I just found out this week that it comes out on Friday. That's when the 28th is, and I'm like, dang, gotta work that night. I always work Friday nights. So I'm like, alright, whatever, I can just play it when I get home. But then I realized... It's going to be out on Thursday at 11 p.m. I cannot wait on Thursday the 27th, baby. Let's go. Jedi Survivor, baby. Woo! All right, let's jump to hyperspace. Welcome back, Padawans, to the JMR Podcast. I am your host, Jelani, a.k.a. Jedi Master Ren. And let us get into some things tonight, all right? So this is going to be centered around handhelds, mostly because I've had the Steam Deck for six months now. And, uh, you know, most of this conversation is going to be tailored around that, as well as some rumors of uh, PlayStation potentially having some or starting a handheld. And I just want to kind of get my thoughts down on that as well, because I just think that's wild. But I want to first touch on my Jedi trainings for this week, because they do consist of of the Steam Deck, but I do want to first quickly touch on The Last of Us Part 2. I did, or I was able to get back into that this week, and I'm very, very happy that I was, because, you know, I I can feel that the longer that I'm away from it, the, you know, the, uh, the faster the controls are leaving my mind, you know, and I'm like, okay, I really want to get this done before that happens, so I need to kind of keep, you know, a good pace with that one, but I am getting pulled by different things, because as we talked about at the top of the show, 20 two days until Jedi Survivor, and I am in prep mode now. I'm, you know, I uh, listened to uh, Barrett Courtney talk about his preview with Jedi Survivor, um, and uh, on Kind of Funny Games, or kind of, I was going to say Games Daily, but on Kind of Funny Games Cast, and I absolutely was just, I'm enthralled. I am, I'm enthralled, and I, I haven't, again, like I, I've spoke on, I have not really gone out of my way to try to look for trailers and watch trailers for this game because I am already sold. I just want to get engulfed in the game when I get there. But obviously, got I've got a podcast, which means I love listening to podcasts as well. This is something that I love doing because I have I love listening to podcasts and I love hearing other people's thoughts on things. So I, you know, I did want to hear Barrett Courtney. He is the resident Star Wars guy over there at Kind of Funny, and I he has you know a lot of really good takes. So I wanted to hear where he's coming from with it, and I, you know, everything that I heard, I'm just, again, blown away, because I already know, from the first trailer, I knew I was going to be blown away, and I did watch the gameplay trailer, blown away by that as well, because we're finally getting and seeing how Cal is moving, what the difference is in combat, you know, the different stances that are going to be at play, I am just enthralled with everything that's about to go down at the end of this month, however... I felt it is probably time to get another playthrough of Fallen Order in, just so I can refresh myself on the story and be ready for, you know, Cal's new story in uh, Jedi Survivor. And I, you know, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, you know what, I think I can do it realistically only because I want to just, you know, stay on the main beaten path. I'm not going to, you know, try and explore that much. I just want to go through it and get the story and then dip out. You know what I mean? And the best way to do that is on the Steam Deck. Now, I've already played the game on console, uh, you know, multiple times. I played it through, um, you know, once on PlayStation 4 Pro, and then when it got the PS5 patch, I went through and played, like, maybe, uh, I think maybe, like, half of it. Uh, no, because I did not get to Kashyyyk, so I only got to Zepho when I was playing on the PS5. And um, so this is the time where I'm like, okay, I want to get through this one. And 
The plus side with playing it on the Steam Deck is I get to use mods. So this, when I first downloaded this game, this was my mod tester, right? I, I was using Jedi Fallen Order to test out my skills with modding a game and, you know, uh, getting that situated on the Steam Deck. And it actually was a very seamless process, at least for Fallen Order. I have fallen, you know, into a trap with other games, but with Fallen Order, it's very seamless and very simple. And the issue when I, you know, deleted it to make more room on the Steam Deck, downloading it back, I don't have any of those files anymore for some reason. I don't know what happened, but for whatever reason, I didn't have any of the files and you know, nothing was attached to it. So I had to go back and, you know, re-download everything. And I thought that was going to be a daunting task and it really wasn't. So I was doing that a little bit um, earlier today and I've gotten some mods down. Uh, right now I have got the uh, Kylo Ren mod for the character. And then there is another mod where you can get the crossblade, uh, you know, feature that Kylo Ren's uh, lightsaber has. And then also the um, kind of unstable lightsaber that is again, that uh, Kylo Ren has. So all of these things are I'm bringing together to really bring Kylo Ren into the game. Now, I don't even have the red color yet, so there is that. I'm using the orange color, which is fine. You know, you're, when you're swinging and when you're in battle, it, you don't see it. But I need to get the red. That's all I'm saying, you know, because it doesn't. it's not complete until we get the red saber. But either way... I am very much enjoying my time with it. You know, when I first started it, I did Mando. And I do have some other characters, too. I downloaded um, uh, Darth Revan. And then I downloaded... Um, I, I still have Mando again. But then I found a Boba Fett one. And then there's also a skin where you can um, have a reshader and use Jango Fett. I haven't done the Jango Fett one yet, but I was playing around with uh, Boba as well. I just Some of them I don't really care for just because... BB um or BD1 is covered up like especially with Boba Fett with his jetpack you can't really see BD1 and then on unfortunately with um unfortunately but also not with Kylo Ren he's just completely taken off and I felt like that was intentional so they can really give you this sense that you know you are Kylo Ren without having this droid on your back but the character that I've really liked so far with the modding is Mando, really. I love his entire character model. It looks really clean. And then you can, you know, see BD-1 very clearly on his back because he doesn't have his jetpack in this um, this version of it. So I really, really like that. But that's how I'm gonna, going to experience the story this time around. I'm going to play around with these mods and just have fun with this game as are on the run-up to Jedi Survivor. But as, you know, we get to April... And I'm counting down the months, you know, we're already four months into this year. And then I realize, wow, I've only had the Steam Deck for six months. That is wild, because I feel like I've had it for such a long time with how much use I get out of that thing. And I'm telling you guys, after six months, I am still very much in love with it. I mean, like I said... I am still being able to go back and use that as a modding platform, which is something that I've always wanted to do in gaming. And I've never had the chance to because I've never had a PC. But this is that first step into, you know, that kind of lifestyle of, um, you know, being able to have those features at your fingertips. And it's something that is blowing me away. And again, I want to get it working on some other games and some other titles. I think the modding stuff is something that I still want to play around with, but... Right now, I'm content with just, you know, doing it with Fallen Order and having my other Star Wars characters in there, realistically. But the, you know, Steam Deck has really surpassed my expectations in a lot of ways. You know, um, the, the battery life, per, uh, per se, I am not that 
upset at the battery life because realistically i'm not using this to play a lot of you know heavy intense games as i am just talking about playing jedi fallen order on it but you know my point is for the most part i'm not and if i am when i'm playing a game like that i'm not playing that while i'm out and about you know what i mean and realistically i don't even play the steam deck while i'm out and about i usually play it while i'm in bed and that's another aspect of it is where i can either play it while i'm in bed I can free up a TV if, if need be while, you know, my wife wants to watch something on television. Then I can, you know, just play on the Steam Deck. No harm, no foul. And all of this, you know, portability aspect of it really, it does come into play because I have done that before. But for the most part, I am at home, which means I am at an outlet. So I'm not really worried about the battery life, you know, aspect of it. I wish it was a little longer and I wish I didn't have to keep it plugged in, but I don't usually, you know what I mean? I keep it plugged in until it's charged once it's charged to, um, you know, an acceptable level because if I'm playing it and I'm like, eh, I'll go to 80 and then be fine because I'll put it on the charger at night and then it'll be good to go. So, Stuff like that is where I thought I really was going to have a hang-up on, and it hasn't really affected, you know, me, my enjoyment of the device. Um, I love the customization that I was able to tinker with a little bit, but unfortunately something happened with Deki. I don't think in that, that's the, um, the features I... Uh, I don't even know what it's uh, really called, but it's like uh, a forum. Somebody made a, a script. That's what it was. They made a script that uh, kind of helps you get this uh, the customization features onto your Steam Deck where you can really, you know, go and customize the layout and the different color palettes and everything um, that these people are putting in there. And I love that. But I don't think I updated Decky soon enough and something happened. I lost that feature. And now when I go back... I, I can't because I've, I made a password and I don't remember what the password is. And to try to, you know, reset this thing, you've got to jump through all kinds of hoops. Get with customer service, with Steam and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? Not worth it. It's really not. So I am content with where, I, where I'm at. And that's why I said at the top, like, you know what? I think I might just stick with the modding side, you know, with, with my experimentation with uh, different games and with the Steam Deck at least, because I can still do that at a, at, at a very successful rate, I will say. So I am excited for that. But the games that are on here as well. So that is, or how do I put this? The bars that they have that steam puts are or the the badges that the steam puts for these different games they've got verified playable um unsupported and then unknown those are the four different categories that they have and they put all of these games into those categories because there are thousands upon thousands of games on the steam library that you know they uh, they don't have time to go through and test all of them to see how they function on the steam deck again the steam deck is a very different device it is a pc first and foremost like it is a pc and it just has the face of a you know an interface that is very you know um likable to console players that's the reality of it that's just the face of it though it's like a mask on top but underneath is a legitimate pc so when you're playing these different games they don't have the you know manpower to test all of the games that uh, can that are running on PC or that are only PC only and you know if they can actually register on the Steam Deck so that's why they have these categories set up but I've noticed that games that are in these different categories aren't necessarily in those categories for the right reasons you know what I mean so like for instance um, there are a lot of games that are you know either unsupported or you know unknown and they run perfectly fine. Like, even the 
layouts of like they're showing the actual button layouts that are for a controller configuration instead of a PC um, configuration. And it just works flawlessly out the gate. One of those games is, I think, um, Sleeping Dogs. I want to say that one's unsupported, is what it says. And it very much feels like it is supported because you can play that game at 60 frames per second and you can boost the visuals or the graphics all the way up to high. And you don't have to worry about losing any quality or um, or any performance, really. And then, not only that, because it's a an older title you're not using that much of your battery life either. So it's stuff like that where you find a good um, balance. And there really is a a group of games. And it's the games that are like, you know, early PS4 generation and 360 generation. Um, you know, so I believe that, yeah, 7th and 8th gen um, uh, games. Those are the games that are really going to shine on the Steam Deck. You know what I mean? So those, and that's just because they're less intensive, you know? So the Steam Deck can do wonders with that thing and you're going to get good battery life. And those are the real ones that you want to kind of load up if you've got a long trip or something. And then, you know, if you're trying to use it portably, you know, while you're on a train or if you're, you know, on a a plane, you want to make sure you're doing that. Now, the other aspect to that, though, is if you are going to go on a trip... You've got to make sure that you've already booted up these games. And that's something that I noticed, like, honestly, fairly recently, is that if you don't have a Wi-Fi connection when you're trying to boot up the game for the very first time, it can't load up your um, your license agreement, you know, that you have the license to play the game. And if you can't see that, then you don't get to play the game. So you have to boot it up while you're under Wi-Fi. Now, if you've got Wi-Fi, you're fine, obviously. But if you don't have any Wi-Fi and you try to boot a game up, it's not going to work. And that's what happened with me for the first time. I was like, wow, okay. And I just, you know, went to one that I already had been playing. And that works fine. You know, once you've already gotten past that first initial, then you're good to go. But realistically, what I'm saying is that after six months, I, you know, am still very much in love with this thing. I even sold my Nintendo Switch because I'm like, you know what? This is this Steam Deck does everything that I wanted the Switch to do. And, you know, the amount of games that I have at my fingertips and I feel like tangible games games that I used to play on consoles I can now play with in my hand and that is one thing that blew me away when I saw the Steam Deck and it's still blowing me away today and that is a good way to transition over to PlayStation side of things now let's go through a quick history lesson of the things that they've done here we had the PSP right PSP was their first handheld device. Then, right after the PSP, we had the PSP Go. But everything was digital, so you had to buy everything online. And I remember when I saw that in store, I thought it was the coolest thing ever until I heard that. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not not doing that. I want to have physical games. I used to be a huge, huge, huge physical gamer, like for through and through, up until I feel I had a kid. And then I was like, it is so much easier just to buy this game on the PSN, you know, store and then just call it a day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I feel like that's really what happened. But anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, But we had the PSP Go and then we had the PS Vita. And after that, that's where that's where the handheld market for PlayStation died was the PS Vita. Now. You know, I thought the PS Vita was a huge step up from the PSP. I had both consoles. I had the PSP and I had the PS Vita. Now, PS Vita was, well, like, I uh, kind of think it was um right after high school is when I got a PS Vita. So, um, you know, 18 when I got the PS Vita, and I was a child when I had the PSP. But all I remember with the PSP is just, uh, I you know, it did feel like 
I was bringing my console games, games that I would play on my PlayStation 2, on the go. And my dad was, you know, my dad is a comedian, so, you know, back in the day, when I didn't have anything to do in the summers, I would go and I would travel with my dad. And we would go on these long trips, and that's where the PSP comes into play. I was able to, you know, play this PSP and, you know, um, while we're on these trips. And I had movies for that thing, too. Can you guys remember the freaking movies on the PSP? I can't believe that they did that. And how it just slid in, and it was very, you know, kind of just, uh, or I was going to say uh, metallic, mechanical. That's what I loved about it. And I actually took apart my PSP because it was it was uh, busted. It got squished while we went in a move because we moved from um, Wisconsin to Texas, where I'm at now. And, um, you know, during the move, it got squished, unfortunately. And we just, you know, had it around. And I was like, you know, I was tinkering. I was uh, used to be a tinkerer. And I was like, you know, I, I want to take it apart and see what's going on in, inside here. So that was fun, too. But either way. Back to the PS Vita. So, you know, the PSP was a good, I feel like a good start. And then we get to the PS Vita. And the PS Vita felt like was, you know, it really was good. Especially it had, you know, the front and back facing camera. Wouldn't even expect that in some kind of gaming, you know, uh, handheld device. Why would it need that? But it was cool that it had that. And then, you know, the ability to search the web. I was able to customize my PS Vita any way that I wanted to. And um, the back uh the back touchpad and the touchscreen in the front too realistically both of them together it just really bolstered that experience the double analog stick on the sides i that console was really cool you know that or that handheld really really cool i did like it i love that they brought it down to cartridges everything was a cartridge even the the sim card which i think the sim card in the um the ps vita I mean, it was. It was uh, just like a card that you just uh, stick in. But definitely was a bigger one than what we had for the Vita. So, I uh, also proprietary. So, you know, we everybody paid an arm and a leg for those things. That was fun. Um, but either way, that was kind of where they stopped, right? And now there's rumors of them doing another one. And not, I'm not going to say that I haven't thought of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that I haven't thought of Microsoft making their own handheld. But I'm just wondering... You know, with them having, and sorry, I've got, I'm <laughs> dealing with allergies because unfortunately Texas likes to change it up on us every single day, <laughs> hour by hour, minute by minute, and we don't know what weather we're going to get, so uh, my allergies don't like it here. Um, but either way, um, the, you know, I I would like to see these companies try to tackle, you know, a their own dedicated handheld because I feel like... Having something paired with one of these consoles like that, like they tried to do with the PS Vita, I feel like would be something tangible and something that would bolster, you know, at least my experience with these consoles. You know what I mean? And that's the whole reason that I got the Steam Deck is because I wanted to be able to play console level games on the go if need be, but also wherever I'm at. You know what I mean? I want to be able to take that and go. I can move into the kitchen, move into the living room, move into the bedroom. I can, you know, do whatever I need to. I love it. Now... You know, when I'm thinking about what a PS, well, you know, a PlayStation handheld in this day and age, it's definitely got to have some kind of, you know, uh, fidelity close to what you would expect or what we do see on the Steam Deck. At least that, you know what I mean? Because I feel like the Steam Deck looks really well. So I would say that's the, the bar you've got to hit. And then we just go up from there. But the remote play... That's got to be, you know, right then and there. And I'm saying, and that's even if, you know, we see something from Microsoft or Sony. I feel like the that remote play feature has got to be it. And 
in with the Vita, it really wasn't. You know, I I tried to do it with the PS4, never really worked. I even tried it with I did not try it with the PS5. Maybe I did. No, I don't think I tried it with the PS5, but I definitely did go try and do it with the PS4. Now, I thought that or I heard that you could do it with the PS3 as well. I did not have a PS3 when I had the um the PS Vita. So, that's that's why I just didn't try it there. But um you know, I I do I can't say that I wouldn't be excited for one, you know, but I also can't see them wanting to take that risk when they've already made that that risk, right? They already did that three times over, and look what happened. At least that's what they're going to be looking at. Now, a smart person, smarter than me, would probably be like, you know, maybe we could say that, like, the Steam Deck, you see them doing well, we see that there is a resurgence of handhelds, maybe our other designs, our PS Vita and the PSP, maybe we were just ahead of the program, you know what I mean? Maybe we were just so far ahead that nobody was with it, but now that people are with it, we could make it even better. Again, that could be cool, we don't know, that's a Mark Cerny thing, again. But, I really would like to see something from Microsoft, and that's something that, you know, has been, I've heard kind of thrown around as well. Not saying that they're doing anything, but just like, you know, concept of like, what would it be? What could it do kind of thing? And they've done a lot with their cloud streaming. And that's the reality of it is that they've already kind of made that first step. So now it's a matter of what do they, how do they want to, you know, capitalize on the, you know, the technology that they've built around their own ecosystem. And I feel like a you know, um, a handheld device to go and be paired with their console would be something, especially since they don't have another peripheral, big peripheral in of that respect. And I'm saying something of the PSVR situation, you know? So we already have seen Sony push out the PSVR, um, you know, uh, last month, or not last month, we're in April, uh, about two months ago. Eh, realistically, it was about, a, you know, a month and a half ago. But either way, um, you know, in February, and... It's 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 getting there. It's it's not, but you know, like I'm I'm assuming once word of mouth happens, once people actually can get the finances situated for that kind of high, uh, that kind of headset, they will be able to get one. I I'm I you know I was talking to my wife. I was like, look, I don't want one now. I don't need one now. But I'm not gonna say that I'm never gonna get one. I tell you what, because our cat already ruined my uh, first PSVR. So I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Gives me an excuse, whatever the time comes, to get the second iteration. Second iteration is out, but I'm also not, you know, I'm not going to the, um, running between walls and trying to get it. You know what I mean? I, I can, I can bide my time and wait a little bit, but I am still excited because that is tech and that is a new form of gaming, realistically. I mean, we have seen it for years now, but it still is on the horizon and it's getting better and better and better and obviously sony believes or we think they do although i don't think they do and that's why i haven't really been sold on the psvr2 because they haven't really sold it to me and if the company can't sell it to me why should i have to buy it you know what i mean i, I and i it's not saying that i don't believe in it i obviously do i know some way somewhere down the road i will but nothing that they told me said oh you need to get it day one what they told me uh at their showcase for the playstation 5 told me, yes, I need to get a PlayStation day one. And I was between two of them. I was between the Series uh, the Series X and the PlayStation, of which one I would go for first. And I saw that showcase, and I was like, nope, that's it. I've <laughs> I got to get that PlayStation 5. I've got to get it. So it's one of those things of, like, I know that they can sell if they want to. 
and I don't feel like they really wanted to do that. And that's why I'm kind of weary of them, of these rumors of a potential handheld. Because I'm like, do they re- are they going to do a handheld and this PSVR 2? Are they going to believe in either of them? That's the reality of it. And I would hope that they do. You know, I really would. But that's the thing. And on, on the Microsoft side, they have they don't have anything right now. So what are they going to do? What do you think they would, you know, want to create that would be comparable to, again, a PSVR 2? And it doesn't need to be a VR headset, but like something that is that tangible, that brings the experience of playing on an Xbox that much farther, you know what I mean, than where it's at right now. Because again, they don't really have anything like that. So if you know anything, put that down in the comments. I want to hear something, right? Because I feel like that's something that... I, that's got to be coming, right? I feel like that's got to be, especially with their cloud streaming stuff. So, um, the last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here is Nintendo. So, as I did touch on a little bit earlier, I sold my Nintendo Switch sometime last year. Realistically, like, uh, I'd say a month after I got the Steam Deck. I was like, I, and the reality is... I had not been playing the the Switch for months at that point. You know, I didn't even feel like touching it at that, you know, like, and not even months. Like, I think it was about a year I hadn't even touched it. And I was like, it's just collecting dust at this point. There is no reason to to keep it if I'm not going to play it, especially now that I've got the Steam Deck. So I got rid of it. And then I see, you know, all of these different games that are coming out at the end of last year. And, you know, I was looking forward to playing uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And then I saw the performance. And then I didn't feel bad at all for getting rid of my play, uh, PlayStation, getting rid of my Switch. I didn't feel bad, not one not one bit. And when I got rid of it, uh, Sith Lord Sierra, she even told me, that, uh, the wife, she was like, oh, yeah, okay. She's like, you'll get rid of it now and then well, until you get another one. I'm like, until I get another one. I won't be getting another Switch until Nintendo does some fixing. All right. <laughs> now, for real, like, I, in my head, the Switch is outdated. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just is. It's outdated, and I can't keep, you know, turning a blind eye to it. Like, we're playing games at 60 frames per second, you know, on these consoles, and you can't get a solid frame rate on the Switch. Like, that's that's unacceptable. And again, that's not saying that it's all Nintendo's fault. You know, I, I feel like that definitely had some some fault on uh, the Pokemon company as well with that game. But it's also not the first game that's run kind of poorly on, on the Switch. Now, you know, they've had a lot of games that have run really good on the Switch. Not gonna, don't get me wrong. But I do still believe that it is outdated. I mean, for realistically, it was outdated before it even came, or when it came to market. So now... It's even more outdated. So I'm waiting on that uh, on that uh, Switch 2 or whatever they're going to do for Switch Pro, whatever their next thing is going to be. That's what I'm waiting for. And I feel like that is really the only thing that they could do to bring me back is to release a more powerful handheld device. And that's if they could bring me back. Because again, I'm in love with my Switch. Or Switch. Oh my gosh. I'm in love with my Steam Deck. So I don't see why <laughs> I would need to go back to the Switch. But the reason why is because they're IP. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't love Mario. I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't love... What's the other one that they, that I've gotten into on there? Wasn't It's not Zelda. Don't, don't quote me there. It is not Zelda. It is not Zelda. I didn't really like Breath of the Wild, to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't, like, bad. It's not that I thought it was horrible, but 
it wasn't my cup of tea, you know, after after a while. But I will say, I think it held my attention more than any other Zelda would have. So that's that's saying something. That's saying something. I just didn't like the uh, the stamina of when I was climbing. That's the reality of it. I was like, man, this ain't it, Chief. I don't like that. Anyway, I digress. You get my point, guys. Like, I, they, I just feel like they've got to do something. They got to do something to get me back. And I'll tell you what, Metroid Prime. That, that that almost I was like, dang, that's the one that I kind of was looking there over there. I was like looking over the the fence, and I was like, dang. All right, I see you. I see you over there. That's fine because I do. You know, I've been wanting to play that first person Metroid Prime that was on GameCube, and obviously that's the one that got remastered. And I didn't realize that the Metroid Prime Four that everybody's been talking about is gonna be in that same fashion. And oh man, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. So I would like a like to play that and. If that means I got to get a Switch, that's fine. But guess what? It's not going to be the Switch that's on market now. I'm not going to give them any more money when their games are running like they do. I'm sorry. Like, that's just that. No, I, I can't do that. And especially not on a console that I know is not, you know, performing the way that I would like it to. And that's the reality of it is that I got the Nintendo Switch because I thought that it was going to be like the Steam Deck. And not saying, like, you know, the Steam Deck, you know, one for one, but I assumed that I was going to be able to play, you know, games that were on consoles on this on this uh, this handheld device. That was what we were marketing, and that's why they had all their third-party support when the console actually launched. But, guess what? That started to dwindle when we get farther and farther uh, past the launch of this thing, and it's the components and everything are getting older and older. So... These things cannot, you know, not these things, these companies can't, you know, keep making a game for this platform when the hardware is not matching up with, you know, their aspirations. So why would they? And that's the reality of the of Nintendo's situation. And I I really want to see, you know, I want to see them do something. But at the same time, why would they need to? I know I've been sitting here talking about why I would really, really appreciate, you know, a, 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 an upgrade to the Switch. But the reason I don't think they will, and the reality, and I've said that so many times, so many times this show, I've been counting, don't you worry, I've got a tally mark over here. But anyway, um, the reality of why they're, you know, getting all of this slack and why this is happening is because they keep making sales. They have sold Mario Kart 8 so many times over. That game is still $60. It does not go on sale. It does, you know, from time to time, but like it doesn't go on sale often. You know, they've been selling the uh, Breath of the Wild at the same price, $60. So all of these games, they continue to sell, 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 sell. They continue to move units all across the country, all across the countries, plural. So they keep making money off of what they're doing right now. So why would they feel the need? Why would they think it's necessary to do anything more when what they're doing is filling their pockets? You know what I mean? And this just it just makes sense. They're like, I mean, we could just do nothing and keep this train rolling. And then as soon as it starts to dwindle a little bit, that's when we start, you know, actually pushing through. Now, now let's be honest. Do we think that they're not talking about a, a a new iteration of the switch of course not I, I they can say till they're blue in the face that that's not that, that that's not something that they're talking about 
I am pretty sure that's something that they're talking about. That that you know those conversations are happening. Has it, have they gone anywhere? I'm not going to be the one to say that. But those conversations are happening. Somebody's in a room somewhere talking to whoever the higher ups are there and being like, "Hey, listen, what are we doing about you know the next thing here? You know what I mean? Like the next console. What is it going to be? What are we going to call it? Maybe th- maybe it's just that. But either way, some kind of conversation is happening about this. That's got to be apparent by now. You know." But guys, I think it's time to get y'all out of here because I am literally dying with my allergies right now. So, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jedi Master Ren. Remember the R in Ren is the same R for Master. And you can follow the show there as well as TikTok for all future updates as I've been doing week after week. Please Follow me, support the show, uh, like it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It'll help it reach more Padawans, as I've said each and every week to you guys. But as always, may the Force be with you.